0: I'm the underdog with the heroic heart. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I read and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me.
1: It's about my family. Call me selfish.
0: hey 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 you're now tuned in to underdog talk i'm your host eric jones jr the underdog with the heroic heart and i have conversations with successful underdogs and today i have uh a successful underdog soroya garner garner i forgot her i'm so missing people's names um she's an attorney we're we're not gonna say lawyer because we learned a lot in the time that we've been here so how are you doing today
1: i'm doing wonderful
0: that's good uh uh are you enjoying this beautiful indiana spring weather today? you know
1: what it you know, is gorgeous out here today so i'm loving every bit of it yeah,
0: yeah today it's always gorgeous on the day my son don't have um flag football on the day that he has <laughs> practice it's cold as all ever and the wind <laughs> is blowing i just don't understand
1: <clears throat> gotta so, love indiana <laughs> before
0: we get into today's conversation today's episode is brought to you by christian dewan that's my clothing line me and my son we have t-shirts hoodies um sweatshirts if you go to the website, Christian Dewan, and use a promo code Underdog Talk, underdog is spelled U N D D A W G, you'll get 15% off. And it's the official site for Underdog Talk podcast uh, merchandise. So, we have this is the first guest. I actually like got questions that I wrote down <laughs> um, that I want to ask because I, I want to learn today. I'm. I'm gonna be a little selfish. I skipped the audience today. It's about me. Not just that, but I want them to learn as well as me. For sure. So my first question is because she's a trademark and IP attorney. Um why don't people, mainly our people, what you think about, know about the importance of trademarking?
1: Well, that's a great question, and I think it's for a number of reasons, Eric, but mainly because it's really just a lack of access Mm -hmm. to legal resources, and that's historically been the problem. We as a people have always been cut out, are the last ones to get information and resources, and that hasn't changed, and really that's why I do what I do, because I recognize that that's a gap, and we as minority and black entrepreneurs, we need to have this information so we can understand how to protect our business. We get so much information and tips about how to start a business, mm-hmm. but not how to protect it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the main reasons why we don't trademark is because we simply don't know. We don't have access to that information and resource.
0: Yes, that's definitely true. Like, I, I mean, you hear about it. You see the TM uh, logo places, but you really don't understand it or understand what it means to have your own um, I actually was looking up Underdog Talk for something I was just I typed it in and I seen another show um, Called The Underdog Talk Podcast And I was like man I need to hurry up and get mine Because like you said People can take your stuff and you can't do anything about it And yeah. it's like And you can't say oh it's the white man it's, this and that. it's because we didn't know And that's where there's people like you that give us that information and tell us those things because if we don't have that, those resources, we, yeah, we'll get robbed. So was that happening with a lot of artists back in the day? Like, or was it something else in the business? Were they not trademarking and, and like, TLC and those, were they not doing that type of stuff? Because they made so much money, they were one of the top groups, but they were broke.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so um, honestly, that happens with artists, that happens to business owners across the board. You know, we get so excited when opportunity comes at our front door that we overlook the aspect of ownership. And that's truly something that we need to appreciate as business owners and as black people in general is the power of ownership in all aspects. So, yeah, there's definitely been a number of artists throughout history, and even today, that don't protect their intellectual property.
0: So mm, that's, I'm, wow, you must be reading my mind. I was gonna ask, <laughs> what is intellectual property, because I don't, I don't think people understand. Or even know what that
1: is And they don't And that's totally okay Because that's why I'm here So intellectual property Is a term that we hear Thrown around um, Also referred to as IP And it simply is Creations of the mind It's anything that you create And you can bring it to fruition Meaning you can see it Touch it or feel it So your business name That's IP That was once an idea That you brought to fruition This podcast The content on it is IP If you have a website you know artwork music that you've composed it's a wide gamut of things but that's what intellectual property is and it's built on four pillars that surely everyone has heard of patents copyrights trademarks and then there's another one called trade secrets that's the fourth pillar that um, a lot of people aren't as um, familiar with but that is what makes up intellectual property
0: Mm. so anybody can have intellectual intellectual property without even knowing it. So Mm -hmm. when you create that, when you have that, what do you do to, excuse me, protect it or to gain off of it? Because I've learned about it within the last, year or so what it is and stuff like that but how do you gain off that when you have your own intellectual
1: property yeah and i think you said it best is that so many people have intellectual property and they don't even know it so that's where i recommend starting is that we have to take inventory and really sit down and take a look at your business or whether you're creative look at your portfolio of works and see what's worth protecting you have business names slogans taglines like all kinds of cool things that we have in our business and we would be hurt if we saw a competitor take our name and tweak it a little bit or take our slogan and it's like we need to protect those things and so your question as to how do we protect it it's by capitalizing on those four pillars that I talked about and so for most business owners it's going to be trademark and copyright protection that is going to benefit your business the most Um, and just to give you guys the full uh, spectrum of what IP is so patents right we've heard of patents but many people don't even know what that protects so if you have inventions if you've invented um, new technology or a new machine or something that's considered an invention and would qualify for patent protection we also have um, like I mentioned trade secrets so everybody has trade secrets you have them your listeners have them everybody has trade secrets in their business and what is a trade secret it is essentially a um, proprietary information or secret information um, that you use in your business and it brings you money. Mm -hmm. So that could be your client list. That could be um, if you're in the catering business, if you have a recipe, um, if you make beauty products or hair products, right? Those recipes that make up those products are trade secrets. Um, So popular example would be the Coca-Cola formula that we're all familiar with. That's a trade secret. And so, we would protect those by making sure that one, we have our employees, our independent contractors, sign what's called a non-disclosure agreement to make sure that they're not divulging your secret information. And if so, they're in breach of that contract and you can seek le- legal remedies at that point. But those are two ways to protect your IP and like the uh, the other two that I mentioned, copyright and trade secret. Um, protection, those are the other two. So copyright protects original works of art that are fixed in a tangible medium. So that's the legal definition, but what does that mean in plain terms? It's really just um, a creative expression that you can see, touch, or feel. So music, if you have a book or an ebook that you've written, that's something that would fall under copyright protection and you need to file for federal copyrights in order to protect that, to keep other people from copying your work or going onto your website and copying all the content that's on your website or your images, whatever the case may be. And then the fourth pillar, trademarks, which is my favorite, um, that protects things such as your brand identity. So your logo, your business name, if you have a podcast name or a blog, that's what trademark protects. It keeps other people from copying your name.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot of good information. Yeah. Uh, the NDA, I um watch Country Wayne. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Book, and that's one of the things his lawyer was telling him, like, so people can't, you know, it might not be nothing, but it could be something right like there around you and they go and say something and try to ruin your name. Exactly. Uh, and hanging out with you. It's like, no, you can't do that. That's like, with me like if i'm hanging out which i don't really do like people take pictures like uh-huh. got no i don't need to be on your social yeah. Your social media followers and they seeing me doing something no i'm good exactly i don't want to be associated with it and that's where you have to protect your brand but this is the legal way and the right way to do it so no one can take your stuff because that that would suck like you yeah. doing something and then somebody comes along and like oh let me take this and they take it and then they trademark it and you can't do anything about it so <clears throat> that makes sense of what you were saying where people can't go on someone's website so it's like if you go on their website you can't copy and paste something off there or you can't take it off to like maybe you might not use it like they got it but you might tweak it Mm -hmm. so you can't even that's why pinterest is like that right yeah yeah pinterest you can't if you don't got an account or something like that you can't like take a pinterest picture and put and print it out if you do it's like a smaller version so Mm -hmm. that that makes sense so um With podcasting, since we're on a podcast, why is it important for podcasters to um, get trademarked? Because I don't think a lot of them understand um, why they should, because it's like, oh, it's just a podcast, oh, you know, it's nothing, I just put it on here, whatever. So what, what would you say is important for people to understand that have a podcast, why they should trademark it?
1: Well, you know what, it all boils down to mindset. So whether you're a podcaster or just an entrepreneur that does something else, it doesn't matter. We have to first realize, one, why are we in business, okay? we shouldn't be just in business for the fun of it right we should be here to make some impact especially as minorities entrepreneurship truly is the key to make positive change in our community so we first have to realize why are we in business and once you realize that you will put value on the empire that you're building and once you understand the value of what you're building you don't have any other choice but to protect what it is that you're building to keep others from capitalizing on and as we mentioned in this stage of uh, in this age of social media and just the digital age ideas are so easily exchanged and you want to make sure that it's protected. It so that you can't say somebody stole my idea right or somebody stole my name no you've got to protect it so you don't end up in that situation and so for podcasters right you're building a brand you have so much Intel on your show right you want to make sure that it's secure you don't want another podcaster or competitor coming in and using your name and diverting maybe listeners away from your podcast because you know your competitor has come out here with a similar or a confusing name that's so close to yours right and that can happen Um, so you don't want to see yourself in that unfortunate situation so realize the value of what you're building and protect it
0: so let's go back to before you were um, an attorney and you were like a younger version of yourself what made you want to go into this field or was it something that always intrigued you as a kid?
1: You know what, I had a variety of life experiences that led me to want to be an attorney and specifically an intellectual property attorney, so I try to keep it brief, but um, I grew up playing classical piano, been playing for over 20 years, so I had a heart for the arts and creatives, and most times we see throughout history, especially black artists and creatives, our intellectual property and our creativity has been stripped from us, and you know, the white man has capital and monetize our creativity and we're left on the sidelines right and so my whole goal is just to help us understand that we are creative geniuses and we need to be able to leverage Intellectual property to create wealth and to leave a legacy for the next generation. Um, But in in addition to that, I grew up having the privilege to be able to travel throughout the country and to visit historic sites. And when you go to see, um, you know, the uh, museums in DC and learn about Benjamin Banneker and uh, Elijah McCoy and all the inventors that have contributed to society, and you know, just walking through the plantations. In New Orleans and feeling the spirit of our ancestors and just knowing how much that has been stripped from us as a people. It's like, I have no choice but to go back, educate my people and to empower them to build a business, to protect it, and to make change for the next generation. So ultimately, that's why I do what I do.
0: I love that, I love that. It's <clears throat> almost made me think that like Harriet Tubman, like you got the information, you going back to get your people. Yeah. And bringing them because We don't understand and sometimes we do blame others for us not succeeding, but it's about the information. It's like you have to go and seek like you didn't just wake up and um, know everything about trademarking. You had to go and study. You had to go and research. You Mm -hmm. had to go do all these different things. And that's what we have to do as black people, but as people in general. But black people, we can't keep blaming somebody else for the information that's out there. <clears throat> that we're not obtaining we can go on social media and find out what's trending whose mm-hmm. relationship is this but then we don't want to go on youtube or google and find the information that we need so there's no excuse of why we can't be successful um we have people like you that successful um attorneys that are here to help us that are there's other people that are here to help us and we gotta stop blaming people and actually do it for ourselves so as you um we're in school because school I'm a teacher and um, I am advocate for education, but I wouldn't say college. I agree. Um, unless you're a lawyer, <laughs> a doctor or someone like that. So how was school for you? Like, um, I know it had to be challenging because you had to go like 35 extra years um, just to become a lawyer. How was right. school um, for you and what? maybe with one or two challenges that you faced or was it a moment that you wanted to be like, man, skip this. I'm going to do something
1: else. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every day <laughs> law school was awful. I did not enjoy it one bit. Um, just the way that they teach it. It really doesn't, prepare you for the real world (laughs) at all (laughs) um but i just i knew my my passion and my purpose and my path was much different from my peers and those that i went to school with normally when you go to law school they expect you to you know go out, graduate, and get a good job at a law firm and do internships while you're in school. I didn't do any of that. That was just was not my interest whatsoever. I was like, I'm just trying to get out of here, graduate, and start my practice. So um, law school, I just, you know, I made it through. <laughs> I did what I had to do, and um, here we are today. Um, I'm blessed to be able to serve the people that I have a heart to serve and to make make impact, so. Yeah, perseverance, you know, you just got to stick to the plan, Um, don't look left or right from the vision, and do what you got to do.
0: I understand. I like uh, you said you wasn't doing what, no, I wasn't going to the internships and all that stuff. I think sometimes people, especially in school, school is so traditional. It is. They want you, oh, you should do step A, step B, step C. Yeah. Um, So I have a bonus daughter, and she's about to go to college, I was like, um, when you go to school you got to learn how to be a boss you have to learn how to be the the CEO of whatever it is that you want to do so when you come out you know what to do don't go in there to be a worker because you could start, right. start a job anywhere as long as you graduated high school you can start at an entry level but I like that <clears throat> you took it you got the information you needed but you took it and ran with it your own mm-hmm. way. because sometimes we get information and people will tell us to do this and it's not for us. I remember I was speaking for Toastmasters and I'm the type of person I don't need a script. Yeah. Like just tell me the topic and <laughs> I'll go up there. So I made it in this competition and they were like, Oh, well, you need to um rememberize and all this and I went up there and I sucked. <laughs> I was so mad at oh, myself, yeah. it was trash. And I was like, I listened to them. I shouldn't have. I should have just did my own thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we don't listen to our gut feeling, it takes us the wrong way. So <clears throat> I'm a part, well, I'm really a person that has a business just starting. What are some of the first steps you need to do before you get trademarked, or is that one of the first things you should do? Should you get an LLC? Should you get all that other stuff? Or should you go and get that trademark?
1: You know what? I'm so glad you asked that question. I get that question all the time and I love it. <laughs> so, actually, um, contrary to what many people may think, trademark should be actually one of the very first things that you do before you even go to file with the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. And you need to do that because you don't want to start a business and that name's already taken, mm-hmm. right? And you may say, well, I went on the Secretary of State website and the name was clear. Well, that might be true, but guess what? the Secretary of State's database is only checking for businesses that are registered within the state. So what if there is another business, two states over, that's using the exact same name? You wouldn't know that unless you did a trademark search. And the risk of starting a business, filing your LLC, and not even doing a trademark search is that you could be overstepping someone's already established trademark rights, and now you're receiving a cease and desist letter in the mail demanding you to stop using this business name, and now you've gotta start the process all over, right? And we as startup businesses and entrepreneurs do not have money or resources to waste, so we need to do it right the first time. And that's why you want to trademark, well, engage in the trademark process first, which means conduct a trademark search, then you should file with the Secretary of State, get your EIN bank account and all that other stuff um, subsequent from that, so. That's what I would recommend.
0: So, do you think people? That's that's some information I never heard of, but that makes sense. Yeah. Because me looking at uh, like if I did the podcast and I got the underdog talk, I'm glad I spell it a different way, but it could be somebody else if I spell it the regular way in another mm-hmm. state. So that makes a lot of sense. So that's something that definitely we should uh, look into. I didn't really realize that. But So say you're a person, you're starting up a business, you ain't got a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, well, I can get my LLC over here. All I gotta do is pay the state fees. But I had looked up um, trademarking and it ain't like a couple dollars, It's,
1: it's, (laughs) it's,
0: it's expensive. But I understand why it's expensive because it's very important to your brand, not just like your business, but anything that you do. Um, further along down the road mm-hmm. so is that why people tend to do the llc because as they look at trademark or do you think it's because they don't even understand What trademarking
1: is? Well, mainly, I think it's because most people don't even, they're not even aware of what trademarking is. That's nowhere on the radar. Mm -hmm. And if it is, then, yeah, it's for that second reason is that they think it's too expensive. So they'll just go get the LLC and stop there. Right. But when we think about. Um, whether trademarking is expensive or not we really have to again shift our mindset and realize that it's going to be 10 times as more costly to try to fix a mess on the back end mm. it really is so you would have to if you receive cease and desist letters and are demanded to stop using a name you gotta redo that LLC you gotta redo all your um, product packaging and labeling that you might have or marketing materials you gotta redo all that cause you can no longer use the name, right? So that is ten times as more expensive as it would have been if you had just done it right or protected your business in the beginning. So yeah. it's a mindset shift, for that sure.
0: Definitely is true because um, you don't you like even when you have conversations like with your friends, depending on who your friends are, that's not a, a conversation that they talk about or at Don't <laughs> get overlooked because. Of the, I think, because like most, like you said, the mindset, most people going to look at it like, oh, well, it costs this much money now. I don't, I, I don't got it. But if you start that business and then you get that letter, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it's going to cost a little bit more than yeah. the a couple dollars that you had to spend. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense to go ahead and do that now. And it even makes sense, like, with uh, the LLC part of it, because now you know what if your business is in another state mm-hmm. or if you or it's another one similar to you, because like you said, I never even thought about that. It is, you're only registered in your state. Yeah. so there could be another underdog talk or there could be or I would hope there would be another another Eric Jones Jr. Speaks, but it could be something like that in another state. And then you go to do something and boom. You yeah, do it. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, I, i'm gonna definitely have to go back and listen to this one again yeah because that really like sitting here thinking about it it's like dang that's that could be messed up i always think about that um i don't think there's too many people that use similar stuff but you never know because there's people in the world that think like you um so how much uh, you don't have to tell an exact number but what's what's the process i would say of getting trademark what do you what should you what should you do as an entrepreneur to go about trying to get trademark and go down that road
1: mm-hmm so first and foremost if you don't do anything else at least have a trademark search done okay um, and if you truly are just starting out and don't really have the budget for it then I would suggest visiting the USPTO.gov and go into the trademark database to just run a search to make sure there is no other business out there that already has the federal rights to whatever name you're looking to use and when you do that search don't just type in the exact spelling so eric for for instance yours is underdog right Mm -hmm. spelled a little differently Mm -hmm. but you also want to type in underdog spelled the traditional way as well Um, because trademark doesn't just protect um, words or names that are identical they also protect against words or names that would be deemed confusingly similar so if a customer would look at two different names and they sound alike and they look alike then trademark is going to protect against that and so you don't want to just type in exact spelling always type in different iterations of the spelling but that's what I would suggest if anyone's just starting out and they don't really have a budget make sure you just visit that site and before you launch a product or a business make sure that the name is available for you to actually use don't rely solely on the Secretary of State, um, but it. If- at some point you do realize that, you know, you want to ensure that your brand is secured and you are set up for success and growth. Then I definitely recommend, um, working with an attorney to help you through the trademark process. Many people will try to DIY it, but a majority of trademark applications are actually denied 83%. And so you want to be able to have the proper team to help you navigate through that. So, um, You are working with attorneys on the other end so the trademark office has their own attorneys that are processing your application and if you receive a denial letter you have to be equipped to present your arguments and if you haven't been through law school or taken trademark then you're really not going to be equipped to successfully navigate that so i don't recommend people diy the application Um, i do recommend legal counsel and i'm not just saying that because i'm a trademark attorney i'm saying that because i know the numbers and uh, the complexity of ip so
0: Yeah, that's crazy. You said eighty three percent don't go through. Yeah, I don't think that don't sound like something you should do yourself. That's something you should do. You know, yeah, you you know what? (laughs) For sure, because you don't want to mess something up. You don't want to, you know, confuse anything or mess yourself down the road. Mm But thanks for that information about looking up. That is making me think. It might. I need to hurry up and trademark underdog talk because I'm sure there's other similar. Names out there, yeah. Now I don't want nobody to take it because mine's the best. Um, <laughs>
1: there you and, go. <laughs> and
0: that's why I spelled it the opposite way. But like you said, you got to look up all kinds of spellings because it could be similar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, this is a lot of good information. Um, yeah. To to take from this, not just uh, to hear you you know speak on this subject, mm-hmm. but actually, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't know these things or you haven't done these things, this is definitely something you should do because <clears throat> it's important. It is. Because you don't want somebody to steal, steal your stuff because then you can't steal off on them because then you're going to get paperwork for stealing a product and uh-huh. all that. And then you're going to get the hands and feet paperwork where you can get locked up. So it's <laughs> all bad. So you can't, and like you said earlier, I think with us as black people, we seen or saw um, growing up hustlers. Yeah. People that look like they had the business or they had this over here. They had, but they didn't have the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And now we know to get the paperwork. Because if you got the paperwork, the paperwork. And don't overlook what that just said. If you got the paperwork, the paperwork. Because <laughs> you have the legal uh, stuff to do it. You can actually run it as a business. And like you said, with ownership, I think me just thinking of what you said earlier like ownership is owning your name Mm -hmm. and stuff of that not just saying oh i got a business but you own that business exactly that's like with music Mm -hmm. masters people don't own their masters exactly they just out here making music for no reason for somebody else to make the money or they sell their masters because they didn't go about it right way because they didn't have that do you why and we'll shift to kind of the music why do you think artists don't do that like, or is it just because they're they're dumb and don't know it, or the people around? Not nah, wouldn't say dumb, but the people around them don't know it. Why wouldn't you think, as an <laughs> artist, you would get your you like trademark?
1: Yeah, and truly, uh, the people around them certainly know it. Okay, they're running game. Okay, mm-hmm. but you can't enter until those type of situation is green. Or you can't get so excited because the opportunity just landed at your doorstep, right? you got to have some pushback and reach your contracts. Don't sign on any contracts if you do not understand it, okay? That's number one. And two, it really is. It's truly, you have to put value on ownership at the end of the day. And that's all aspects of it. You cannot truly leverage or capitalize on opportunity if you don't even own the work. So... Um, It's truly just a matter of being taken advantage of, being excited about, you know, a grand opportunity and you're forgetting the formalities that need to be in place. Um, And yeah, we just, we're just green and ignorant to some things. So um, that's what it all boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, we got to stop being green uh, as black people um, because not just black people people in any kind mm-hmm, of industry for that sure that make that would make note i mean that kind of so that kind of happened with me like with my podcast so you know you gotta pay a monthly thing And my last podcast it's like i don't got it no more well, i'm gonna keep paying on it but then they take your stuff yeah it's like wait oh, my, like i remember somebody's like hey where's um it's a jones thing podcast i'm like well it's gone but all that kind of, i mean i got yeah. it myself but all of it online where somebody can go look it up they can't anymore so i would have to go and um produce all that stuff again to just for people to listen to it Mm -hmm. so you got to make sure that you have that ownership because that that would suck like you make all this music you make all this stuff and the world knows it but you ain't got a dollar of it because you didn't read your contract or you let your friend be your manager and your friend didn't go to school For nothing, they got to do with management. Okay, you gotta gotta have the right people around you. That's the truth. You got to have so you got to have different type of lawyers right
1: yes for sure and lots of people think you know if you've never worked with a lawyer before an attorney you may think you know we do it all but we're just like doctors we specialize Mm -hmm. right so you need to have an attorney that specializes in the issue that you're facing or um, that specializes in the line of business um, that you're involved in so Um, Definitely having the right people on your team, and like you said, being just being careful and mindful of where you're getting information from. Facebook (laughs) is not a reliable source. (laughs) Oh my gosh, there's so much misinformation on the on social media. So make sure you seek professional advice for sure.
0: It it definitely is with all kinds of businesses. Because being a speaker, right? You get people that always, oh, I'll coach. And I got a coach and I know how the business runs because I I pay attention to what goes on like you know when a person does a webinar. I know you selling some product at the end of the Uh webinar. I know all this stuff. So it's like just to get the information, but it's like somebody'll be like, Oh well I coach and I'll charge you this amount. You you (laughs) done lost your mind. I'm not like I don't you don't got no website, you ain't got nothing. Or the sneakiest people are the logo people. The people that uh, oh I'll set up your website or the logo. Where your website at? Oh,
1: let's talk about it. Like, where is
0: your... <laughs> like, I, I've I been scammed once. Like, the dude had all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I think he might have had a website or he had something to show his work. It's fire. He sent me something. I promise if he'd have been in my face, I might have, like, yeah, it, I, we, he'd have got a real, real peace of my mind. Like, oh, yeah. what is this? This is trash. I was like, this is trash. And he was like, well, if you pay 50 more do- I'm not paying nothing. I just took the air. That's it. <laughs> And you got to make sure when you're working with people online, like she just said, the information isn't always true. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to know what kind of coach you need, not what kind of coach you want, what kind of coach you need. Because I've had several coaches in my life, all of them been great, but not all of them met my needs. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I got to let this person go because they're they're helping me in the business, but I don't know how to be a man. Mm -hmm. I don't know nothing about this and that. And it's like, oh, now I got this person. Now it's helping me in all aspects because... We go on social media and we see a nice name or everybody's like, oh, yeah, they do this. They be scamming. Yeah. Like, so how do you do you are you even on social media or do you? Like, yeah, do you I'm like,
1: on social media. Do yeah.
0: You, are you on social media as a person that just posts or are you actually on social media to see the buffoonery
1: that goes on? <laughs> well, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I'm just on there to share some information and get off. But. You know what? I want to take a second and go back to the website you were talking about and working with graphic designers and stuff, because that's a big one. And that affects a lot of people. So with that, oh, I could stay on that all day. But contracts are so key when you work with graphic designers and go to Fiverr and stuff and hire people to make logos and stuff for you. Okay, so what many people do not realize is that when you hire independent contractors to create logos or to create a website for you, we don't realize that at the end of the day, we don't own that content unless you have a contract in place. And people will say, well, Soraya, what if I paid them? Well, I know you paid them, but you still don't own that content at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that they're shocked. Um, And here's the rule of thumb under copyright law so whoever creates the work owns the work regardless of the fact that you paid them so you may have just paid a graphic designer last week to create a logo for you but if you didn't have a contract specifically a work for hire agreement in place then that graphic designer still owned your logo and there was a case um 1984 There was a photographer that took a photograph of Michael Jordan before, you know, he was Michael Jordan. And several years later, it was like 30 years later, he ended up suing Nike because they had taken, well, the claim was, was that they had taken the photograph that he had um, captured and used that to create the Jumpman uh, logo that we now know today. So... That was the claim was that they they took his work without his permission and created the logo based off the photo that he had taken of Michael Jordan. So um, it's really important that you have those contracts in place to be clear about who owns the work at the end of the day. So next time you work with a graphic designer or a photographer or anybody that's doing work for you, have them sign a work for hire agreement so that your business owns the work at the end of the day.
0: I need to do that. Yeah. Um, And that's one of the reasons I just... uh, Me and Antonio, we did just a regular contract because I knew you had to have some kind of contract. So he owns my content because he's the videographer. And it's like, if he just wanted to take it and be like, hey, that's what he can. And there's nothing I can do about it legally (laughs) because... Um, I didn't know about it. I I just learned about that with um, doing the speaking business, and I was watching some type of podcast, and they were talking about that. Yeah, there, and that's a lot of stuff people don't realize. No, that's why I do a lot of stuff on my own. Yeah, like a, a lot. Besides just not getting a videographer, that's why I have my own computer. Mm-hmm. Cause say he'd be like, "Well, I, I ain't doing it." Yeah, I, 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 it took forever. <laughs> okay. That's cool. I got it. I got it recorded. So it might not look the same, but I still have the same. It's the same content. Mm-hmm. So. You have to be smart when you don't have the money to pay the resources to start doing. That's the stuff you do on your own, like graphic design. Like It's funny. I went to school for computers. I was really good with computers. This was before these new kids, like the actual computer. Mm-hmm. I could take it apart, put it together. And I went to school for that, but it was, I didn't go to school for what I wanted to go for. It was computer networking and doing the stuff I do now. And it's funny that I do it now because that's what I wanted to do as a, as a kid, but God had bigger plans because I talk a lot. So he He or he to <laughs> my voice. But those are the type of things that you do on your own. So if you don't have the funds, someone that you work with can't take it. And a lot of people don't, they don't realize that. So if you, so if I'm on Fiverr mm-hmm. and I don't have a work for hire, like I can send that to the person because if I don't, they taking my content.
1: Well, they own it.
0: They own it. So really like say if, I never did the the contract or whatever, and say I became big, mm-hmm. and they could sue me.
1: They per could, se. yeah. They could send you a cease and desist, saying stop using that, or write me a uh-huh. check to continue using they it. Can
0: see that I'm doing too good, uh-huh. and they like, oh, well, I want some parts of that. Yeah,
1: they could, uh-huh. and people have done that. I mean, uh-huh. this is a litigious society. People are always trying to sue and, and get a quick check, right? Uh-huh. So make sure you're protected. Just cross your T's and dot your I's, and make sure you cover it so that doesn't happen don't yeah. let nobody run game on you yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, this, this is definitely um something i didn't realize Mhm.
1: Mhm. yes yeah, so um it's really important just remembering that whoever creates the work owns the work so have it in writing um at the end of the day of uh, the ownership of that work yeah so those were photographs logos websites whatever the case might be
0: wow like You got to get everything, like everything you about do. Um, So got a question. I got an LLC. I got my son's name as an LLC. Mm -hmm. I can trademark his name.
1: You can. If you're using his name as a brand.
0: It is. It's a clothing brand. So, yeah. Oh,
1: trademark it. And you know what? That's a great way to create legacy because I'm all about legacy, right? And so trademarks can actually last forever. Mm -hmm. They can be passed down for generations and generations and generations. Coca-Cola has been around for over 100 years. Mm -hmm. And that's legacy. When you can pass that asset, because a trademark is an asset, it increases the value of your business and brand, and you can pass that down. So I commend you for that. That's awesome that you have already raised him up with the entrepreneurial mindset and protecting his brand will be next.
0: Yep. Uh, That's because my uh, biological dad passed away when I was four and he didn't leave me and my brother nothing. He just left us questions. So it was like it was during COVID and I was like, I want to start a brand because I already had the podcast at the time I was speaking I was like I want to add the clothing brand cuz you got to have some type of merch mm-hmm. and I was like what do I want to name it and I was thinking all these names I was like I'm going to name it after him so then he can have something um because if something happens to me he has his yeah. his own thing mm-hmm. and I was just thinking long term and I think we don't we don't look at it that way but that would be like if he had his name like trademark like yeah like that's dope yeah. that just thinking about that
1: Absolutely and, yeah sure think of Beyonce and you know, Rihanna's Fenty brand. Those yeah. are their actual names, but you better believe it's trademarked. Yep, so. and
0: that's like Jay-Z has a certain blue that's trademarked. Mm-hmm. You like, can
1: trademark colors? Mm-hmm. mm yes.
0: So I could come up with my own color and then trademark it. You
1: can. UPS Brown, trademarked. Uh, Tiffany Blue, trademarked. Barbie Pink, the um, pink insulation, that's trademarked.
0: Underdog uh, Red. Yeah. I All like that.
1: competitors can <clears> come in if
0: they're in the same industry mm-hmm. as you and use that color. Wow. Man, you I I'm sure we could it's, it's a lot of different things that uh that we could talk about that people that's why a lot of um so I was about to mumble or ramble. <laughs> uh so what would you say is a good marketing for someone with their brand to get trademarked so the so what i'm saying is like when people come up with their names um what would you think of a what's a good strategy for them to come up with the right name even if they wanted to use a simple name Mm,
1: that's a really good question It really is because you'll get differing uh, advice depending on who you ask. So a marketing and branding person may tell you one thing, but from a legal aspect, it may be something totally different. So when it comes to uh, naming or branding a product or services from a legal aspect and trademark in mind, you definitely want to stay away from generic names or names that simply explain what it is that you do. So if you say, if you call your business like, Phenomenal coaching. That's pretty generic. There's nothing unique about that type of name. So in in your question, when you ask, even if it's a simple name that they want to use, we could look at a computer like Mac, right? Mm -hmm. Or Apple. That's what the brand is. So Apple, right? That's Mm -hmm. a simple name. But because apples have absolutely nothing to do with computers, that's a really strong name when it comes to trademark protection. Mm -hmm. So you want to... Um, select names that are very unique or if you're using a you know everyday word make sure that that it has absolutely nothing to do with your actual product or services like apple that's a prime example
0: yeah i watched that uh i was watching that movie and that movie's crazy how he just came up with that as simple like uh, apple and it makes sense now that you said it. Apple has nothing to do with computers, so right. he could use it. Uh-huh. And it's the it's the simplest, it's the simplest logo, the simplest name, yep. and everybody wants it, and everybody has to have Apple, and that that's crazy. And that makes sense of utilizing something simple, but does has nothing to do with whatever you're doing. That makes exactly. that makes perfect sense.
1: Those brands receive the strongest trademark protection
0: so before i get into like i I always ask guests to do tips and different things of that sort as a woman being an attorney has it been hard for you especially being a black woman because for women um it's a hard field any field really is hard for women but has it been how has it been hard for you and have you been overlooked because you've been a woman
1: and you know what i would say no i have not been overlooked thankfully i thank god for that and I really think that's because I'm doing what I'm purpose to do, right? Um, While it's true that less than 1% of attorneys are black Mm -hmm. (laughs) in America, um, I feel like I um, really have the benefit of being able to serve the audience that I have a heart to serve and they recognize that and they appreciate that. So I don't feel like I'm overlooked. I have had numerous opportunities and that's just based on networking right that's really important to have connections in the community Um, when we're talking about tips and wanting to start a business like you have to be connected and also be passionate about what it is that you're doing so if you're in alignment the opportunities are going to come and you're going to be blessed so
0: That, that makes sense uh that you're living out your purpose and people don't realize that a lot of times people do a whole bunch of nothings yeah and it's like You're not doing your purpose. That's why you run around in circles and things ain't going right or you getting the same kind of job. Or it could be even in a relationship. You don't have that's not the right person for you. You, That's the person you want. It's not who you need. And your purpose is what you need for yourself to help others fulfill their needs. And I don't think people realize that enough. Like. When you go after your purpose, it's not pretty at all. It's not. It's hard days. It's days where you want to give up. It's days where you want to sit in the bed and watch Netflix and eat popcorn or whatever you want to do. But it's like, I can't. I can't do that because there's people that depend on me. Mm -hmm. And even on the days that you don't do what you're supposed to, you got to do something. Mm -hmm. It's days. I'm on spring break. I'm like, okay, I'm chilling. I can't chill. I don't even know what chill is. It's like I'm like, okay, I got a podcast tonight, I gotta go home, get ready for work. No, you don't gotta go to work in the morning at, at the job, but you gotta go to work in the morning. And when you're doing that purpose, um talking to people and people coming up and saying thank you and stuff like that, that's what it's all about. It's I mean, you definitely want the money that comes along with it, but it's not always about money and people chase money first. Oh, and that's why they don't succeed. So I love that you said that about purpose. So I think you almost might have maybe um, answered the tips. But so I'm an a entrepreneur and I got a business, but I, it's not, nothing on paper. Okay. Uh, I, I got an LLC in mind, but I, I got rent. Um, I can't, you know, really afford it. What is some of the first steps you would advise an entrepreneur? Three steps that you advise them to do to create ownership for themselves outside of what the normal ownership, like what we normally think of ownership as?
1: You know what? um, And you know what? Ownership can come in a number of ways. So it's okay if you work a nine to five. You know, there's so much conversation about you know, entrepreneurship versus nine to five. And we glorify uh, entrepreneurship, although it's not always pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why you have to be passionate about it. You have to be doing what God has put you here to do, because otherwise you're not going to have the wherewithal to overcome and persevere. So it's that purpose that really pushes you through and keeps you going. So that's what I would start with. number one is getting clear on why is it that you want to start a business, right? Why do you want to start it? That has to be very clear. so when those tough days come, you're remembered by you're reminded by why you're doing what you're doing. so that's number one. Um, number two, I would definitely say to educate yourself, but also implement the education. Mm. You can read all the books you want and watch all the YouTube videos, but what good is that if you don't act out on it? You can't sit on that information, so implementation is so important. So that's number two. Gain the information and act on it, and be careful where you get your information from. Um, and then you you also threw in uh, somebody that has an LLC in mind, but they just haven't gone through with it because they got rent. I would say... You know we we come up with the money for the things that we want to do okay Mm -hmm. and if you really are passionate about business ownership and entrepreneurship then make it happen i mean there's so many resources out here and there's i mean there's no excuse nowadays i mean we really have no um reason why we can't execute so um that's what i would say and don't take shortcuts that's number three do not take shortcuts because you always get cut short when you do that. So somebody may tell you that you don't need an LLC. Just go on ahead and get started. I do not recommend that. So (laughs) (laughs) even if you're a side hustler, you still need to at least have, you know, an LLC. Do not operate as a sole proprietor because in actuality, sole proprietorship doesn't give you any legal protection. So if you're sued or, you know, you have outstanding creditors, they're coming after you personally. Mm-hmm. Right? And there are so many people who operate that way. They'll say, you know, I'll file my LLC once I get my feet wet and, you know, make a little bit of money. But that's not great legal advice at all because you're opening yourself up to um, liability. So definitely don't. Uh, skip any steps or try to shortcut some things because
0: you'll end up paying for it one way or another. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah, uh, I wanted to, I was about to get my phone out and play the Kanye West, um, his first album, And when the dude uh, was like, Yeah, my dad left me with all these degrees, and, and that's all he left me is all these degrees. Cause If you got all the information and you don't do nothing, you just constipated with knowledge (laughs) and you got to let it out. You just got to let it out. And that's one thing that I learned last year about implementing, because I've joined different coaches and programs and different stuff. It was like, I've paid for it, but I never implement it. Like you got to implement the information. And when you realize that you have the right information and you implement it, it's like, oh, this ain't really that hard. You just got to put in the work. But the first thing you said is have a why. You got to have a reason why you do it. You got to have that why in front of you. If it's a picture of your kids, your mom, your grandma, whoever, if it's a quote or whatever it is, if it's a money, whatever it is, you need to have that in front of you because it's going to be days where you're going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck this shit. <laughs> like, I'm over it. Like, I'm done. I'm going back to that nine to five. Like, I ain't even on this. This is too hard. Oh, yeah. But one thing I want to say, everything is hard. For sure. Everything being broke oh, is god. being broke is hard. <laughs> right. Um struggling is hard, being successful is hard. Like anything in life that you do is hard. So you just gotta pick your heart. Yeah. So that sounds like a good quote. So <laughs> I need a quote from you. Oh god. Yep. I always ask my guests for a quote. Oh. It could be your quote, a quote you heard, a quote you live by, but I need a quote.
1: Oh that i live by so i follow neo on instagram neo by davis i love him and so he always says it has to work
0: or Or it has has to to work work." yep
1: so that that's what keeps me going i wake up in the morning it's like it has to work there is no plan b yeah it's plan a and we're gonna work it we're gonna work this plan
0: yep that i uh i listened to him i was listening to his mixtape uh like just cuz i needed some motivation i wasn't listening to rap music or any kind of music so i was listening to him so i uh, and i listened to um david Shans, the uh, oh, yeah. the uh-huh. podcast that's kind of where i got the idea of how i wanted to set up when i started the new podcast so yeah it has to work or it has to work there you go. <laughs> um i appreciate you i appreciate the knowledge because this is very informational like a lot of stuff i didn't know or I'm sure listeners didn't know because most of the listeners are people that think like me or somewhere in the area around where I think and learned a lot today. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on um, and educating us and definitely I'm hoping to work with you because I, I need some stuff trademarked because I don't want I'll be mad if I I can't put hands and feet on nobody because they done stole my stuff because yeah i would be mad <laughs> hey that's you know sometimes you, yeah sometimes you forget you know you gotta you gotta put your old your old self back in your, as your old self so how can people reach you um, you're on social media but you're not on social media like that but to get in contact with you to work with you yes
1: to work with me you can actually text SGL to 66866. Um, I have free resources that I share with the community. You can also book consultations if you are about action and you're ready to move forward with protecting your brand um, then that is a way to get in touch or you can visit our website at sgarnerlaw.com.
0: Um, I I don't want y'all to overlook what she just said. She said, if you want to work with her, you got to be about that action. Don't come just talking. She didn't heard a lot of talk. She said, you got to be about that action. I I definitely heard that. That was a little more um, stern than anything else she said. She said, you got to be about that action. But I understand because um, it's wasting everybody's time if you're on the fence. It's either you're going to do it, figure out how you're going to do it, or you just wait until you got it. Because... When you have people that want to help or people that can't help, you're wasting their time if you're not coming in ready to go. Because you know what you want to you know what you know what you're going for when you uh hit the the text message and you look you're a little fancy got the text messages. Most people tell people, you know, go on social media, you, just text, just text the community. Okay. You make it real easy. Yeah, real easy. <laughs> so again, I appreciate you um any I, I got to figure out how to say closing words because I think of church. But any last uh, statements? And that sounds like pr- uh, jail. Um, any any last things you want to say before we get up out of here?
1: I will say it has truly been a pleasure and an honor to be with you here, Eric. And- if any of you are in need of services or just have additional questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, we do have free resources, a Facebook group where we share tips and uh, information, and we have live Q&As, um, which is free for you to attend if you ever have questions in your business about business formation, contracts, or intellectual property. So,
0: And on that note, peace, one love.